episode six of Chasing Geek. This is, of course, Night of O with uh, Pint Size Ginger with us as normal. What's going on? Eh. So, I, I feel like, you know, this week it's a good thing to go ahead and do a little disclaimer. We're both pretty darn tired today. Yeah. A little fried. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it is rough right now, at least we work with things that we love. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, on the worst day, I wouldn't. You know, yeah. I wouldn't like. Doesn't want it mean any that it's way. any less exhausting. That's a little. I'm a little. Yeah, I'm. I'm taking some, uh, some, some special sleepy stuff tonight, and I'm gonna <laughs> be out, and I'm okay. And it's hard too because I got Uncharted just calling to me, like I dream <laughs> about it. So you know, nice. we'll talk a little about that later. But uh, but yeah. So well, let's get started because that way we keep the momentum up before yep. we just Woo-hoo, pass out. Woohoo! Energy! <laughs> so the first thing we're going to talk about is Another Castle, issue three. It's just worked out that every time we have to record, <laughs> we have another we issue have to another talk about. Issue. It is so good. I love this comic so much. I hope it does really, really well. I think it's the positive. There's positive response to it so far mm-hmm. from what I've from what I've seen on social media and what I've heard about you know sales. I mean, Oni Press is a smaller it publisher, is. and so, yeah. I mean it's only on its third issue. But it's very good. It's it is. Every every issue, uh, we got a new character in this one, um, mm-hmm. which, like you mentioned last time, you saw, you know, you saw him. Out. Yeah, he's, yeah, he made a cameo in issue two, um, and uh, you know he's got his own little story, backstory, and everything, and mm-hmm. you're slowly realizing all that. I was disappointed that the um, I really liked the uh, wizard. So to speak, the little magician, the old lady magician. Oh, I like her, and because of things that happen in this book, which makes sense. I'm not saying from a story's point of view. I'm mm-hmm. just saying I'm bummed because I kind of liked her, and so. <laughs> but she, she's working for Bad Luck. I know, but but she's adorable. No, she's funny. Just everything about you everything's know, food. Everything's yeah, salty. Everything's, <laughs> everything's salty. She'll and walk you know, away. It's too sweet. It's like this little cute. If they merged. Wolverine and Estelle Getty from Golden Girls. <laughs> That's what this character is. It's amazing. She's this little old lady, but she sniffs everything. And like she, when she can't reach the door, she has her little henchman lift her by the back of her I neck. I can relate. She's she's adorable. <laughs> and everything's dills and pickles. And she has a recipe. Oh my god, she's yeah. fantastic. So yeah. So no, anyway, um, she's a highlight. I though I just love Gorga and yes. Dog Moth, like even more. They're great. They're great characters. supporting characters. They really are. And I love this little thing. We're gonna start a band. We're g- <laughs> we got all these instruments. Poor Dog Moth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Though those aren't musical instruments. Those are instruments of torture. Right. What? I love. I do love that they constantly play Misty as the smartest person in the room. I like that. Like, I like that she's played up as intelligent and she's not... But also kind of level-headed. Yeah, she's wanting to overthrow Bad Luck, but she's like, we got to make this work. She's, she's practical about it to, yeah. a, to a degree. But I do like that the other um, magician mm-hmm. in the book does kind of give her a little bit of a crash course and, like, you can't... Like, yeah. there there is a little bit... I mean, she's not perfect. No. And, and she, it's like, she hasn't been there very long and... She's like, hey, listen up, you know. You have to. You have to be aware of these things going on in the whole kingdom. Exactly. And it's also like any other good thing. And this has been on. Zerd. That's her name. Oh, yes. Zerd. Like any other political uh, 
show or story or whatever, they're always, you know, or like if you've read like stories of war and things like that, when you displace a leader, you have to then replace them with somebody, right? There and has to be something to replace you it. You hope it's someone that you choose. Yeah. But you can't just leave it up to chance, which is kind of what the initial... Was going to happen. Yeah. You know, then you have all that Game of Thrones stuff that happens. Yeah, exactly, you know, because then it's like, uh, everyone wars, and she's yeah. right. She even points that out. It's like, you know, every wars, riots will happen, mm -hmm. people will die. All these things happen because you just... Because you're gone, right? Yeah. She's like, you're, you're out of here as soon as it happens. So... Who's going to pick up the pieces? It was good. It was yeah. just enough of that. And... The prince that we made in this. <laughs> He's a dumbass. I know. <laughs> I thought he had some really good points. He's just. Oh, not that prince. Yeah. The other prince. Yeah, not Pete. Yeah, Prince Pete. Prince Pete's stupid. Oh my gosh. Pete's he's, no. he's yeah. one of those characters that you go, oh honey. Yeah, yeah. It's very you. Oh God. Good. I mean, he's that, he has good intent. How has he not died already? Like, not even here, just in general. It's common sense, you know? How's he not falling off a cliff? Like, he's just... Uh, but, yeah, the other prince makes some good points. Yeah, I I understood where he was coming from. He's a little abrasive. Yes, and I got he's... Yeah, you know, I, I understand. He's a little... Jaded? A little jaded, and he's very hesitant to accept her help. That's true. Again, same with the... Again, some of the same reasons, you know, that Zerd pointed out. You haven't been here. You don't know the people. You don't know what it's yeah. like. So I think that's good that we also have, you know, these voices of reason backing her up. Yeah. And she's learning from it. Yeah. It's it's overall. And then also, I will give them credit, uh, with only maybe four panels to work with, they make bad luck. They they reinforce that he is actually a very vicious guy. Yes. He didn't get that like that title of being who he is yeah. for no reason. But they don't overdo it. Like it's no, it's four and panels. Also, he, he thinks he's doing something. His intent is interesting because the way he's talking to you know the head. Yeah. He's like, didn't I make us, you know, the most feared kingdom? He did. And it's like he's expecting them to be happy that they're the most feared kingdom. Yeah, but that's not a... And that's, but in yeah. his warped mind... Yeah, in his twisted mind, that's... He brings stability. Yes. Eh, and death. In his way, in his mind, yeah, that's, that's how... So he rationalizes it. Yes. But he's... They reinforce it and they don't go... Like, I just like that they did it. It's one page. Mm -hmm. Done. We move on. They reinforce that he's still this villainous presence. Yeah. And then overplay it. And then you move on to all the Oh, and I stuff. love the art. Oh, it's fantastic. And the artist, uh, Paulina, she's also done some of the covers for different things, such as uh, Fry Pie variant covers. Mm -hmm. Like, she was doing one for the uh, Power Rangers Pink. And what I... is Power Rangers Pink? Is it a solo Thing? Yeah, they're doing... Each like, one's getting their own book? Focusing on, yeah, different ones. Like a one-shot, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it wouldn't be an ongoing. I'm, I think it's like mini-series okay. type thing. Um, Just kind of, I mean, I like the idea yeah. of doing that, but like three at most, three issues. I don't know. I think six is a good... Really? Six? I think six is a good number. Per Ranger, though? No one, eh? wants, no one wants to read a eh? Blue Ranger. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> 
No one wants to read about the Blue what? Ranger. And no one wants to read about the Red Ranger. What? It's all about the Pink Ranger, the Green Ranger, and it's a, my favorites, actually, even though it's technically the same, but it's, I like the White Ranger. What? <laughs> I always You're making me get all squeaky now. I know, really. What? 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 They're the best. What about and yellow? Yellow's good, too. I like yellow. I don't like black so much, but I like yellow. Yellow Ranger's cool. My, growing up, like, I was always a fan of the Yellow and Blue Rangers the most. Really? Yeah. I was a fan of green. And I was, I count green as part of the original group because he was in practically, like, yeah. He was so such if a we go back character. to the original Tommy, I mean Tommy's badass. Tommy's awesome. But and he came back in other shows so many times. <laughs> oh my god! And then he was I, the I, White I, Ranger. I've seen the actor live at a at Impact one year. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Anissa I mean, had a we saw him live at a um, as a Wizard World at the <laughs> like the little and event they threw. He's still very attractive. Before she, uh, I'm I kid you not. I had to point him out. She didn't rec- like she didn't see him, and I went, "Hey, over there, it's it's uh, Tommy," because of course we all refer to him as Tommy, even though yeah. it's like we don't know him like that. But it's whatever. It's Tommy. And she was like, she grabbed she grabbed my leg so hard. Oh my god, I'm this close. And he walked past us to get over there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "You were right here, and you missed him. You That's didn't get funny. to do anything." So but, okay, now you think we got derailed? Oh, we didn't. We really it's all related. Did. It's all related. It's all related. It's all related. Because guess what? Fried PyCon. Boom. So I am going to Fried PyCon this weekend with Kay and Michael. And I am actually pretty darn ecstatic about it. <laughs> so. Are you excited? I'm, I'm not just excited. <laughs> I'm ecstatic. <laughs> it doesn't show. <laughs> <laughs> it was your reaction. It was awesome. You're like, and I'm. Damn, ecstatic about it. Like, also, oh, you God. can't see, yeah, you can't see my hand. I'm sorry, guys. It's fine. Uh, I even did Paint like mental a pictures, life... folks. Called imagination. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those who don't know about Fried Pie Con yet, though, I did briefly mention it. I think last mm-hmm. one. No, last one. Talk about. It. But we didn't talk that much about it. We just said it was happening. Yes. <laughs> Go that, that's all we did. Yeah. So, okay. First off, if you haven't looked it up yet. Um, Fred PyCon is a con hosted by Fried Pie, Second and Trolls, and Oni Press is also going to be a big part about it, too. Um, it's happening at Second and Trolls. Are you laughing? Because it was the thing you said. You went, it's a two. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was awesome. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. Uh, yeah, so boom. It's going to be there as well, right? Because um, they've got some of their books on display there. I don't know if they're Let's see, I know they there. have some on display. No. Uh, Paizo and Oni Press are the only like publishers that are kind of going to be like, ah. have their own little booth. Oh, and so I messaged Cosmo at Paizo. Because oh. I like Cosmo. Yeah. And I was like, hey, who's going to be outside of PyCon? He's like, no one. Because. PaizoCon is happening at the same oh, time. Yeah. And I'm like, Dude, that everybody has their own con now. Yeah, but also, it seems like a lot of different cons are going on this weekend. Like, I think MoMA. MoMA, yeah. But, like, that's just crazy. We'll talk about it. We can talk about that later at another date. But I was just like, that is... 
But Everyone's I mean, Paizo's con huh. has been going on for a little yeah. while now. They, I mean, they got yeah. they were ahead of the game in that regard. Okay, yeah. but Fried Pie Con, it's a free con. You just go and pay for whatever you buy there, which I'm kind of excited about. And of course, you know your way to get there. For me, it is going to be a decent little drive. It's about five hours total, but we're going to make a pit stop in Chattanooga because why not Chat Town? I miss Chattanooga so much. Oh my god. Ah. Oh Lord. Sorry. <laughs> I really miss Chattanooga. So I'm not only excited about the con, but I'm excited to get to spend some time in Chattanooga too. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. But okay, so there's going to be some pretty cool artists in their artist alley, um, such as Edith Hirsch, Yuko Oda, Monica Gallagher, Liz Enright. Like the list is actually. Decent one, Ian McGinty, um, Brendan Fletcher. Like it's a decent little list. We can nice list, put yeah. down. Yeah, we we'll put all the people on. The I thing. don't want to name all of them. I gotta say, it's. Oh, and Tessa cool. Stone is going to be there too. Um, this is pretty cool that uh, one they're gonna have a Funko section, which that's yeah. awesome. Well, yep, a whole little like they put up their map of the, what the store is going mm -hmm. to be that day, and yeah, there's a little section for. Funko! And I was like, okay, cool. What does Viz Media do? I don't know. Okay. I just saw it on the map. Oh, okay. And I was oh, like, okay, cool. so that? apparently it's important enough to get its own spot on the map. But you get free peach and apple pies? For the first 200, yes. The first 200 attendees get free pies, which I think is great because several people That's on awesome. their page was like, are there going to be pies Pie there? Yeah. And this time they can and finally... there's going to be what, congrats to the PR rep, whoever like came up with that, because that's freaking brilliant. It like, because that's probably what it came from. It probably came from yeah. you know before. Oh, you're gonna have oh, five and pies, and then he well, probably, they we posted a little video and they actually did like someone yeah. tweeting about, are there gonna be five pies? pies there? And yeah, the Varsity is. <laughs> they're, they're the ones. <laughs> they're the ones providing the pies. <laughs> so, oh, and also. One thing that's cool. Who doesn't like, like, exclusive stuff? Oh, yeah. They're going to have several exclusive Varric covers that are, like, con exclusive. The, oh, that you can only get at the con. Yes. I mean, of course, there's going to be, I'm sure, plenty that are just... Which is funny. Fried Pie exclusive. Yeah, because they... But they're going yeah. to have their Fried Pie con exclusive. And I'm doing all these hand gestures and no one can but see them. But another castle, if they have an exclusive exclusive. So far, they haven't announced one yet. The ones that I have seen announced. So one of them is going to be The Sweetness by Z2 Comics, cover art by... Margot Sautel. Yep. Um, the other one is going to be uh, Lumberjanes. Woohoo! Uh, Making the Ghost of a 2016 special. So that one's going to be Carolyn Nowak. Um, which is going to be the cover artist for that. Rick and Morty number 14 uh, is going to have an uh, exclusive cover by Emily Hellenart. Um, of course, the one you already talked about, yep. which is Power Rangers Pink 1. Uh, that one is Jin Clark. Now, is it... Oh, sorry, I apologize. It's Wook Jin Clark. And then there's also going to be Heartthrob number 2 um, with the artist by Robert Wilson and Hyperforce Neo number 1 with... Becky Tristat? Yeah, Tristat. Tristat? Yeah. yeah. That's an awesome name for a comic. I kind of want to check that Hyper out. Just oh, the... Hyperforce Neo? I don't know anything about it. I mean... Is that Power Rangers? One. No, but... Sounds like The Power cover Rangers. art, at least the exclusive cover art, is pretty yeah. cool looking. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. Oh, I just like that name. 
Um, but that's cool. I like that it's free. Yeah. You just go and... I mean, and it'd be kind of cool because one thing Kay and I talked about was if we go to this one and if it does well, we could go to it again the next year and we will have like, we could see it grow. Yeah, you can see it grow. Because, that's really cool because this is the first year, right? Yep, the first. First, nice. Because, um, like, I've seen GMX grow a ton over the past few years. I've been meaning to go back there. I've been once. I I missed last year's. Um, oh, that was another thing we wanted to do was we haven't been to a con in over a year. So yeah. we thought this would be kind of a good, like, ease onto because we're not feeling pressured to cosplay. Because we love cosplaying, but there's, like... But it's also another kind of con, right? Yeah, no. I mean, there may be, A but, couple, but, yeah, it's not... You know, it's not... It's not Dragon like Con. Yeah, where no. Where, like, half the thing of going is, is yeah, I gotta look. Yeah. I gotta have a look or whatever. So, I'm, we're kind of excited about that. It's and a good entryway. Also, it's good. There's several of the artists that are going to be there. Kay's been following for years, like, since 2007. So that's gotta be kind of cool. Yeah. See, I've only known about them since she told me, but... That's one of my favorite parts of the cons. Yeah, meeting the people. I go stuff. for the artist alley. Yeah. Like, I don't go for... I mean, I have several things at my cubicle at work... That are just yeah, from, from, from different... artist alleys, yeah. yeah. And plus, prints are always way cheaper at cons mm-hmm. than they are on their sites. And you can sometimes get them signed when yeah. you're there, and they're there. And typically, they'll do it for free. Yeah. Typically, they don't like if it's a if it's an artist and they're selling a print. Typically, they'll just sign. Yeah. It. If it's a like a celebrity and you have art you, there, you have, to, you have yeah. to pay Which for is, the signature. Yeah. I mean, it's. You know, I mean, no, no, how they make money. Yeah, yeah. How they make money. I mean, that's you know, I, mean, I don't have a problem with charging. I have a problem sometimes with the rates they charge. Yeah, sometimes the prices. Because <laughs> I'm like, like seventy bucks, really. <laughs> a few years ago, Billy West was at Con. He he Remind does a me. lot of voices, but okay. what I love him the most from is Futurama. Oh, he does the voice of Bender. Uh, no, he does the voice. of Farnsworth, he does the voice of Fry. Uh, okay. He does a ton of voice. He does Zoidberg. And I I'm one of those like I know that especially with, with these big names, mm-hmm. I'm just another person on a con. And that's okay. Uh oh. I'm okay with that though. Yeah, because they meet so many people. But was it yeah. a bad experience? But that's a whole other story. But no, he was in a part where you could, you know, pay to have autographs. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I mean, would it be cool? Yeah. yeah. But I was just really excited to, like, sit in the panels he was on, yeah. you know, and hear him speak. And hear him talk about that kind of yeah, relevant Yeah, it was stuff. cool. I sat cool. in line for one dude. I, that's the only, the, so far, no, two people. Sorry, two people. But one, I stood in line for a while. But I only paid. But they weren't, see, both of them, though, weren't celebrities. Mm-hmm. They were like him. They were relevant talent to what I was going for, which is, yeah. they were comic, you know, people. But, like, that book. I love how you're pointing. Gail you're Simone. Okay. I know. Gail Simone signed that for me. And I sat which in book? line. The Birds of Prey okay. uh, Tough Choices book, which has oh, yeah. some classic, like, Ed Bennis art on the front. I only say classic because he was on that book a lot. So for people who have a lot of Birds of Prey runs, mm-hmm. they'll know his art from there because he did a lot of the covers. Even though half of them are like you know the gratuitous butt shots or whatever. But um, <laughs> but like so issue sixty one, I sat in line and had her sign for me. Mm-hmm. I sat in there for a minute. You didn't have to pay, but her. you had to wait. Yeah, the wait. Which I mean, I'm also completely understandable yeah. of waiting. 
I paid for a sketch because at the time she was hopping on the Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and she was teaming with Aaron Lepresti to do art. And so as a, they kind of came as a package deal. So mm-hmm. if you waited in the line and talked to her, he would actually do a free sketch for you. Oh, nice. And he was right next to her. But, of course, that's the infamous day where I made the nerd faux pas and then had to sit there in shame because I was waiting for my sketch and I couldn't leave. I just wanted to tuck my tail between my legs. And that's for another story. That's for another time. But, like, because of... But I, I only do that for, like, a couple different people. Mm-hmm. I'm not someone who likes to go and, like, shell out 80 bucks to just go and meet somebody who doesn't yeah. have real. So there's some other things going on at the con as well. One, of course, like we've already mentioned... Paizo's going to have a booth, Funko's going to have a booth, you know. But also they're going to have a little gaming section. Um, I think it's going to be, like, um, analog gaming as well as, like, tabletop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just a whole mix of media and tabletop. So. Yeah. So, yeah, they're doing lots of different things. Some uh, video and board game stuff. And of course, you have to have board game stuff. Paizo being there. Yeah, Paizo's going to be there. And... But they're going to have a Super Smash Brothers. Uh, Melee, buddy. Melee, yeah. I love Super Smash. I love I love so, Super Smash. I have very fond cool. memories. Oh, and of course, they're going to have panels. They haven't announced what panels or anything like that. But if you look on the map, there's little spots set aside for panels. Oh, Natalie Reese is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Natalie Reese is the uh, creator and writer and artist on uh, Space Battle Lunchtime. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, cool. like I said, there's lots of cool people going to be there. You're now reading the list. You're I like, might oh. see if you could, yeah, I might, I might give you something to sign. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if she's doing free cigs, I'm like, hey, hey. Or even if she does paid ones, I'd do that. Because that's fantastic art. But mm-hmm. um, that's awesome. So, yeah, if you're in the Kennesaw, Georgia area on May 28th. Or you... Just want to make like, a you know, fun excursion. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we're doing. Road trip. That's cool. Yeah, road trip. Fun times. Comic nerd road trip. Yeah. God, I remember I remember doing road trips with my choir friends. And, because, yeah, I was I was a choir nerd. I was a band nerd and a choir nerd and a comic nerd. I was all of that shit all in one. I was just just yeah. a big ball Boy, nerd. yeah. Um, but I remember those, and they were so fun. And we listened to, like, the Disney soundtracks. The one, <laughs> they were, like, the now... Disney's, oh so they have gosh. all grace hits of all the different movies. Oh my god, that was fantastic! Wow. Don't judge me. <laughs> hey, go in the chat town. Oh. It would be awesome if we if like Beauty and the Beast came on and we all sang. See, it. one thing that I normally play on like road trips like that is um, musicals, musicals, like um, Harry Potter musical. Going back to Hogwarts and you know like Harry Potter musical. The Harry Potter. Have you? No. <gasps> okay. Do you know who Darren Chris is? <laughs> the look I just. Yes, I know that. Okay. Glee, right? Yes, he was on Glee, but he was in Harry Potter musical first. <laughs> well, I didn't see that, so I know it you, from Glee. There's actually multiple. They did several <laughs> because it was well received, and they even did like a kind of unofficial like last one where it was really just them reading scripts. How did I know about that? Oh my gosh. You have to look it How up. How did I know about that? That's Off weird. Moon, I, don't know why I, I don't know why I didn't know about that. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... Back on track. Wait! Side note. Last time I said you needed to watch Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch <laughs> Tisk tisk. Ironically, though, that could be said about, oh, I don't know, like eight things that I had from like two. I still haven't opened the Game of Thrones case. <laughs> it's still sitting there. I need to watch like episode the one. Day. 
I am trying to finish and charge. <laughs> Nothing else is coming in until I finish Uncharted. Because Uncharted is amazing. So, and it's taking up all my time. Okay, back on track. <laughs> I can't help it. Nathan Drake's paper. So we're going to continue with the comics theme. Just a little bit longer. These were actually books that we were going to cover last week. And then we, we ran out of time because we rambled. Well, yeah, last we kind of got a Boy. little out of hand. If you look at the time, you'll notice yeah, it was, it's almost twice as long as our normal one. Um, um, so uh, the one, one of the ones I was actually really interested to hear about was Adventure Time Ice King issue number one. Okay, so... Which you read, I did not. Yes, I read, which I've read here. If you want to kind of glance at... Yeah, actually, uh, one, it's one of the Fried Pie variant covers, of course. Um, and... Let's see. It is created by Pendleton Ward, and the story is by Emily Partridge, and it's written by Parnassus. I'm not even going to tip that name. And it's illustrated by <laughs> Natalie Anderson uh, and published by Kaboom. Oh, Lord, that's funny. So, is it like every show we run into a name where we can't pronounce? Ah, uh, yeah. And really I'm to... okay if I like heard it. I'm sure I could, but names are weird. And I'm like, people say, I have a weird name. And I'm like, nah. Now you haven't seen weird names if you think my name's a weird name. I like his slippers. So, okay. Do you know anything about Adventure Time? Yes. Okay. I know the base. You know I know the base. very base knowledge of it. So, essentially, Adventure Time is post-apocalyptic world. Magic has come back. And stuff's crazy. Ice King is probably one of the most tragic. Actually, no, he's... He is the most tragic character in Adventure Time, and I love him so much. So at the beginning of the Adventure Time series, he seems just kind of like generic, weird, creepy, kind of old, bad dude stealing princes and stuff. But then he develops an actual, like, character and history. He was around back before what they called the Great Mushroom War, the thing that started the apocalypse. And he's gone insane because of the crown on his head. The crown that gives him magical ice powers and prolongs his life. Makes him insane. Makes him insane. He can't remember things very well. It's the thing that has changed his appearance because before Ice King started wearing the crown, he looked nothing like that. His name was Simon, you know, and just was basically you know, a nerd, lovable nerd, and he ends up befriending Marceline the Vampire Queen when she's really little, and just, ugh, my heart hurts almost every time I see, like, something about him and his backstory. Why doesn't he take it off? Because he'll die? Is it, is it to the point where, like, his it, body will age? It's kind of explained in this show. It's it's yeah. complicated, but so anyways, <laughs> when I found out that they were doing a comic about the Ice King, you know, a little mini series, I was like, oh yes, and oh no, my heart's going to hurt some more a bit. So is it sad? Well, so you get little tidbits of kind of sad things, like one of the things you get towards the end of this issue is Giuseppe. Giuseppe was a thing that happened in the show, which I'm not going to explain too much, but it brought him and a few other wizards very close together. And 
by the time he meets these wizards again in this comic, he's forgotten all about Giuseppe. And it just breaks their heart. And they're like, you know, you know the crown messes with his memory. And since he's lost Gunter, which Gunter is the reason why. The book is because yeah. he's searching he's, for him. Yeah. Someone has stolen Gunter. And it's just, and then he like barges through and like, nah, Ice King's just a jerk. And it's like, oh, he's not. He really doesn't remember. Get out of my way, you dirty hippie. Yeah. He, he says, get out of my way, you dirty hippie. <laughs> and the wizard friend is like, nah, he's just a jerk. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah, so the story is Ice King wakes up one morning to find Gunter missing and we're in some note from someone called Dark Magister Templey Marble. So who's Gunter? <laughs> is he his little like is he a sidekick? What is what is Gunter? The little creature or the little person? Probably the most evilest thing on that planet. Um, Gunter has a really interesting story um, that you you kind of had to watch the show to get all because it's yeah. like bits and pieces, but essentially. Gunter is like his friend slash kid. Like he, they kind of take care of each other. Oh, okay. In different ways, and essentially they're a family. Yeah. You know, even though they're not, they are. Yeah. And it's just. It's, you look so sad by describing it's so it. Sad. Yeah, I hear you talk about it so like delightfully. Like, like the series overall in this character. But every time you read okay. something, you're so, so sad. So you haven't, you just know the basics of Adventure Time. Um, when I, I say basics, I mean basics. Yeah. So Kay and I used to watch it after work a lot. and Or we just watch it after classes, you know, we'd watch it together. Yeah. And we realized that the episodes just kept getting, like, deeper and more serious and weirder and strange. And it was like, whoa, there's, there's a whole, like... Thing on Tumblr, like just it keeps growing and get long, getting longer. Adventure Time's not a kids' cartoon. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it because I've I've glanced at some of the like the. It has super serious stuff in it, and I know a lot of the kids may not. They won't get that they, subtext. Some of the subtext they won't get. Yeah. But it's insane, and so the fact that you know. This super tragic character isn't really surprising when you know how like it can be deep it can yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, so Adventure I mean, Time. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get into it until Kay explained to me that one Marceline is awesome. She is, and <laughs> two that it was you know post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. world, and I was like, huh, which you wouldn't get. If you it's, just glance at the artwork. Yeah. Um, you get, like, tidbits of it every now and then. Um, you know, like, broken TVs and yeah. what looks like, you know, a debris from, like, warheads and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm a, that's, not a, that's not a knock, either. Yeah. Because I am kind of tired the, the, of seeing brown and gray post-apocalyptic Yeah, where this shit. is so bright... Bright yeah, and it's green and it's like okay, like you don't associate green with post-apocalyptic yeah. things, but that's not bad. It's just uh, an so. A little side note: um, it wasn't originally intended to be 
post-apocalyptic until they did this one episode where they unfreeze businessmen. And it's like, well, hold on. If we have businessmen frozen in an iceberg, where did they come from? So then... So they just, you know, they... They wrote it in. They wrote it in, yeah. Oh. So then they went with it. So that was not the original. It was not the original, but it makes it so much better. Because also, a lot of the stuff at the... I'm not a huge fan of season one. It's, It's a little too, like, silly, slapsticky at times, and kind of just, like, stupid for stupid's sake, and I'm like, eh. Can you skip it, though? You really kind of need to watch there, it. There's a few episodes, but you can skip some of them. Yeah. Um, there, there's a few season one episodes I still haven't seen, but I've seen all of season two and on. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I would like to say I'd watch it. I know me. I probably won't get to it. Because that's just how <laughs> Maybe I one am. day we should just sit down and like this have never... I, I should make you watch things this, that you've said. This is how I am. Like, I'm not going to get to it. I know me. Okay, so... Moving well then, on. I was going to say, because another cartoon that yeah. you watch, um, I have seen a couple. I've seen more episodes of this than I have. Bravest Warriors. Bravest Warriors, which you've been wanting to talk about for a while now. Yes. So this is kind of part about the show, part about the comic, and a little bit about the game, because I'll get on to the game and one of my other like topics. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so Bravest Wars Volume 1. Very nice one. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, Pendleton Ward is like the one who's, you know, the brain behind like making it happen. The creator? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the comic itself was written by uh, Joey Como and illustrated by Mike Holmes. See, Holmes is an easy name. Yeah, Holmes is good. Yeah. Um, so... Pendleton Ward um, made a web series on his channel called Cartoon Hangover. Yes. Which is not, like, he made it so that he can make things that are definitely not for kids. Yeah. And Various Warriors is one of them. Woohoo! So, it is about some 16-year-old heroes who are, you know, for hire. They go about the galaxy helping people, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. It follows Chris, Wallow, Beth, and Danny, as well as some of their friends and pets. Like, uh, one of Beth's best friends is Plum, who's a mare-wolf. She's She can, like, turn into a mermaid. No, oh, cool, okay. She's, I love Plum. And then they have, like, Impossible Bear with his gas-powered stick. You know, hitting stuff and just going crazy <laughs> with bombs. And Catbug, who is voiced by, like, the cute little tiny voice actor. Ah, oh, just want to, like, squeeze him. He's so cute. <laughs> so. You and Catbug. <laughs> so, cat so when we worked together at Southern Hobby, we had desks that were pretty much next to each other. And so... Pretty much the same desk, just yeah, two sides. Actually, yeah, pretty much the same desk, because they wouldn't, they wouldn't, like, actually, like, pounce for the, for the divider. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, just, they, they bought those second-handy toys, yeah, so it just they, may they not have, have came one. with um, more dividers. So, and then half of our, like, our areas, because they kind of converge, they're the same area, mm-hmm. we kind of sort of made a, like, a 
big mishmash of yeah, stuff. Yeah, just kind of conglomerate of both of our interests. And on one side was always like Green Lantern and X Men pops, Blackest Night, and then throughout hers was either the was either Adipose. I didn't have the Adipose yet. Oh, okay. The little one. I did have the little one, but he went on my computer. He went on my computer, and then she had Catbug. But I, yeah, I had Catbug and Impossible Bear, and, and Bear. this comic, Volume One, sitting there, and then also the boxes for the game that I'll talk about in a little bit. Whoa, whoa. Um, so I kind of mainly want to talk more about the web comic and like the comic. It, I, mean, uh, I mainly want to talk about the web series instead of just the comic. Okay. Because the whole reason why I read the comic, not only because I love the show, but it's been on hiatus for a while now. It's so what season are they on in the show? They're in the show. They ended season two in two thousand fourteen. Oh wow. Season three is supposed to start like any time this year. But so long. I, you know, I don't know. I haven't done enough research to know why so long. But, so, for me, the comic is helping to fill that, like, little void. void. Yeah. Because sometimes you just want things of a certain tonality. Yeah. And Bravest Words fits like that for me on a lot of days. I think, like, I, I have no idea. But yeah. I'm wondering if it was, like, something about money issues or, like... Been. Something with the team, you know, because there's a lot of things getting delay stuff. Oh yeah, but that's like movie time. I know. Like that's like movie movies get delayed. I'm by... like, I want a full like 24 episode season. Now. Yeah, like that. Tw- and also get... another thing is like their episodes only range from around six to ten minutes. Oh my god. So I'm no. like, I want 30 minute episodes, 24. Of them. Good <laughs> it's been Lord. two years. Six minutes. Yeah, they they range from six to ten minutes. And two and a half years, man. Something must have. It must have been. Yeah, personal. I. If anyone be, knows and wants to tell us, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, and we'll we'll give our uh, email address at the end of the show so you can start like sending us stuff. Oh yeah, we do have an email. Yeah, we that, do. Uh, you know, yeah. Also, if you want to send us topics to look into. Absolutely. Do you have recommendations for comics? Do you have recommendations for games? Anything like that you want to... We are about? always looking for more things to love. Absolutely. Wow. Nice. I like how that's... Uh, that's very good. I like that. Yes. Go with that. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, okay. I'm just going to let that bleed onto the game that I mentioned. Yes. So, this also... It's kind of like a nice little, like, braided up... Uh, Subjects. <laughs> Since I'm going to Friday PyCon, I was thinking, what are good games to take when you're traveling? Because you don't want. Um, what are good games to take while you're traveling? Because you don't want like huge, unwieldy games when you're going places. That's very true. You want something that you can maybe throw in a purse or a pocket, and then when you have downtime. Pop it out and play. Yeah. So one of the games that I thought about that was the uh, Encounters Bravest Warriors. I, there's a red deck and a blue deck. I have both. Now, do you need both? You don't need both. You just okay. need one. But you can combine them and make, like, one ultimate game. And it's for one to eight players. 
Oh, you can play by yourself as a solo? Yeah. So cool. it's a, essentially a push-your-luck game. So it's by Catalyst Game Labs, and the designer is Brian Knudsen, um, and the artists are obviously Pendleton Ward's one of them, as well as Matt Herodot. Oh, okay. So, and it's only about a 15-minute game. So again, good for, like, if you're trying to kill time between panels. Yeah. Um, oh, and I have two more to add to this list, by the way. Okay, cool. Because you just reminded me of um, So, yeah. Games that are good for traveling. Um, some of my others that, like, I automatically think of are, like, Welcome to the Dungeon. Welcome to the Dungeon! Every time. I know. Every no, I, time. No, I have to go through my head, too. <laughs> Lost, Can't help it. The Lost Legacy games. Uh, Coup. Love Letter, The Game, and The Builders are some of the ones, like, just, when I think of, what am I going to take off my shelf to go... To go somewhere. Yeah. That's small. Boop. Those um, are those games. I just love The Love Letter. Um, yeah. No, Love Letter is great. I actually have the, huh, the Adventure Time version. That's a shock. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that's a real shock. So, I've never... I feel like this episode's brought by, like, cartoon I know, seriously. We're not, we're actually not sponsored, but you wouldn't know it by this podcast. Um, I've not actually played The Builders. What is The Builders? Okay, so The Builders is a worker placement game. Uh, they okay. have two versions. They have Middle Ages and Antiquity. Antiquity takes place back when there's, like, pyramids and stuff. Like, Ooh, some of the cool. things you can build are, like, the yeah. pyramids and the Hanging Gardens Babylon. Nice. Uh, cool stuff. They're very similar, but they also have very, like, a few little tweaks in their mechanics that make them different. Yeah. I like both of them. Brian didn't really care for Antiquity. Okay. Um... <sighs> it's easier to... I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I really liked it a lot. There's a few different things about antiquity that you can change that you can't in Middle Ages. Okay. Uh, you have literally these like cards. Like Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, like, you have these cards that are translucent, mm -hmm. and if you buy it, you then put it on one of your regular cards, and it buffs it. Oh, that's cool. I like that. So, part. you know, suddenly this person has more experience or something like that. Oh, okay. But you um, can't do that in the regular game. That is not in Builders. Okay. Uh, Middle Ages, it, but it is in Antiquity. Hmm. Um, I but, like, like I kind of liked being able to buff things. So one of the things that he didn't like was you couldn't buy as many workers because it wanted you to buff the workers. Yeah. Whereas in Middle Ages, you just can buy a lot more yeah. workers because hmm. no buffs. Yeah, exactly. It's sheer number. It's volume. It's yeah. not, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's an interesting concept uh, with a little bit of change, but I really like them both. So, and Welcome I... to the Dungeon. What? Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the Dungeons by Yellow, and I like a lot of games that Yellow puts out. Yeah, I do too. Um, I'm and... still trying to play that Nyet game. Oh, really? Because it has that Russian polar bear on the front, yeah. and it sold me. I, I even talked to the rep <laughs> at the expo. I was uh, like, it, I don't even know what the game Sarah's is. Awesome. Please explain this game to me because this Sarah's is not with Yellow awesome. any longer. Oh, she's gone? She has moved to. Oh, I'm blanking. It's either Passport or Renegade. Oh, Renegade would have been. I think she might have moved to Renegade. Um, ICV2 had a little thing about it when she moved. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Is that? She um, was awesome. No, I, lo I love Sarah and. One of the first, like, her and Cosmo were two of the first, like, vendors that I became friends, we yeah. kind of friends with. 
um, the con helps a lot with you know well, the, the, yeah, open the house, expo, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, Welcome to the Dungeon is a again another push your luck game. Have you played it yet? I have not. Oh, <gasps> I I of course own it. So, um, I'm so actually looking at this list. I haven't played like five of these. Oh my gosh. So, Welcome to the Dungeon, it's a bluffing memory push-your-luck game, and what it is, you have these heroes, and each one takes a turn, and you go around bidding on, like, basically, elimination, whoever is the last one in, and doesn't fall out, is when going into the dungeon. Okay. With whatever your hero has. Yeah. And, like, the first person to go in it like successfully so many times wins but if you get hurt you can it end up getting kicked out of the game but i've only played once where someone actually like died twice in the dungeon so that they were no longer the game hmm. um so different one each hero has like their own like equipment yeah so what it is is there's this deck of cards that are all monsters on your turn you can do one of two things. You can either remove a piece of equipment or you can pick up a monster and put it down into the dungeon. Oh yeah, when you remove a piece of equipment you also like keep whatever monster you drew. Okay. So gotcha. You can, and that way you're building the dungeon. Yeah. So that's why it's partly memory uh, because okay. you can be like, ooh, I put in this horrible monster last time and this time I took out, out the one thing that can defeat this horrible monster I'm calling out the next round so I'm not the one going in the dungeon oh uh, okay gotcha oh, so again it's it's a nice small box yeah. it's once you show you know everyone gets it within one round yeah that's good um but then again, if you don't like pressure light games, it's not for you. Like yeah. Kate didn't really, she doesn't care for pressure light games, yeah. so it's not the best one for her. Um so what other games on this list of mine have you not read? Uh, I mean, or played? Lost Legacy. I haven't played I haven't played that. I've wanted to okay. for a while. Uh Coup. You haven't played Coup? No, I haven't. <gasps> and I've been wanting to. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, uh, uh, I played Love Letter. I played mm -hmm. the game. I have not played uh, Encounters or The Builders. Okay. So, Lost Legacy is by AEG. And I have the second and third Chronicle, which... Each Chronicle is essentially two little games that you can then combine with any of the others. Oh, okay. Cool. Each one has their own, like, little tiny mechanics. So, they're kind of love letter-esque. And, um... Which is kind of funny because Kanai is also the same person who designed love letter oh really yeah you know the kanai edition yeah yeah ah. and that's the original creator and he also helped to create lost legacy huh. he's not the only one but one yeah he's one of the instrumental people. so you know there's you have a very small deck of cards each card has a thing and you go around and you like do a thing depending on the card the two cards you have in your hand yeah so that at the end of your turn you only have a card essentially it's also kind of deduction because you're trying to find the lost legacy, which is this artifact. Hmm. And so, in one of them, you're trying to find, you know, the white gold spire. Another one, you're trying to find the Vorpal sword, you know. But how do you find that? 
at a certain point when you think you know, you can yeah. then like just make a guess. You ah, know? okay, gotcha. Okay. Like I think it is in you know the deck still, or I think it's in your hand. Okay. You know, type of stuff. Oh, that could be kind of so cool. So it's fun, and again, yeah. it's super tiny. Yeah. Easily, you know, like men's pants, you could fit it in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like I like that because like when we we went to Houston, right? Mm -hmm. When we visited, we took two games with us. And they were because they were the most com compact mm -hmm. games we had. And there would have been other games I would have taken. Yeah. But there's no way they would have fit in a yeah. bag no, in my carry-on. Like, yeah, because this list came about because I was thinking, what am I going to take with me? Especially if there's a gaming area. I don't know what games they're yeah. going to have. And also, you don't I may want... Either. Yeah, I don't know the space. So something small might be good. Yeah, um, you don't want to set up Dead of Winter. <laughs> yeah. Is it a good game? Yes. Oh, yeah. But not for us. But no, not yeah, for that. Not for that. You spend half the time just setting it up and taking it down. Um, so, Coup. I don't think I really need to talk about Coup that much, other than to say it's a really good game. It's fun. Again, it's two to six players. It takes about 15 minutes, and it's a bluffing deduction game. Oh, okay. Cool. And Geek and Sundry on their tabletop channel goes through it. So you oh, can okay. see it played on their channel. Nice. Um, you know all about love letter. Yeah, which I love. Uh, which again, you know, it's very similar to Lost Legacy. What you I love about cards, yeah, yeah, and what I love about love letter is that there's like ninety now variations. Yeah, of a, the game. Some of the variations I want just because of the art's cool. Yeah, I mean they got a Batman. They got a, they're all the same game because yeah. I. As far as Love Letter goes, I have Love Letter, the original. I have Loot Letter, the Munchkin version. And I have the Ad Adventure Time version. Yeah. Um, and I also want the Batman version. Being... We have Batman, and we have uh, Letters to Santa. Yeah. Which, which is exactly... The, the, it is. It is Love Letter. I've learned it's easier for some reason to explain and teach people the base game than it is like any of the others. I guess because how they set up the story. You know, you're trying yeah. to get your letter to the princess whereas like yeah. loot letter you're trying to get to the you do the thing you're trying to get to the goal see the christmas <laughs> one the christmas one was easy because it was mm. so easy for people to understand because christmas your, is so universal yeah you're trying to get your letter to, to santa. santa and everyone understands yeah. that concept so they're like at the end of the turn you just want to be the yeah. closest to santa yeah and so the adventure time was fairly easy too, but for some reason people couldn't, they didn't grasp you trying to get to the loot. Yeah. You know. It's also not, like, if you don't, but, but like with any, and this can probably be said of any tabletop game, mm -hmm. but like, we bought Batman Love Letter for my mom and for my dad. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, it was like a, I think we just got it for them for a gift. And I don't think they've played it yet. Because it's not like, when you look at it, mm -hmm. it's not... There's a, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like they just look at it and it's a little intimidating because they're like, okay, I don't know yeah. what the I mean, so symbols many, do. I don't know the cards. It's one of those things. You hand someone a deck of face cards, you know, number yeah. cards, and they're like, oh, okay, I can play this game, this game, this game, all yeah. with this one deck. And this one is like very, and it's got cool art on it. It's yeah. got Batman art and whatever, and that's why we thought she'd love it because she loves Batman. But it's still, you still need that person to be there. Yeah. And and go, here's what you do. And it's one turn. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's easy. And like, we took, so like we took Cat Tower and mm -hmm. we took Chocolate. And if you look around the office, you'll notice that both of those aren't here anymore. 
And it's because they got left there because <gasps> oh, no. we left it. We left it with them because they enjoyed them so much. Well, that's good. It was easy. It was like one turn. But you, you know, if you need to hook you up with. I mean, I might. I was like, well, I'll just have to buy them again. Oh shucks! I mean, it was yeah. like chocolate like was crazy cheap. Yeah. And but which is also nice. Both of them are very low barriers of entry. They are. But and that's yeah. another thing about this list of games is they're all fairly cheap. Yeah. Love Letter um, especially. Good lord. Yeah. For eight bucks or something. Okay, so another one, the game. The game! So, okay, Tom if you look at the, the art on the game, it looks super intense with, like, a skull and stuff. And it's just a number card game. But it does get intense, man. But it just... It gets intense. But you would think there's, like, poison involved. There's you would not. think, but it's not. But, okay, so... The game, which can be very confusing when you're talking to people about games, and you're like, yeah, the game is like, yeah, this game, yeah. no, the game. The game is by IDW, and the designer is Steven Bendorf, and it's a co-op game, but it's also a numbers game. And you can play it with one to five people. I've probably actually played it with like six people before, and... I mean, it's it's hard to win on its own, you know, with, like, normal players. That was impossible. <laughs> so what it is is you have four stacks uh, that you want to basically build off of. You have two that are 100, and you have two that are 1. And then your deck that you're dealing with is all the cards in between. So the goal of the game is to get rid of all of the cards and put them in order on your stacks. Yeah. So the 100s are 100 going down. And the 1s are 1 going up. And so you can, on your turn, you can play... At, you have to play at least 3 cards until the deck is gone. Um, and you can play them on any of the 4 stacks. In any order, just certain orders will be very detrimental. And so that's where the like intensity comes in. Once you're getting down and your stack's almost gone... And you're like, guys, I have no good cards to play. Yeah, it's there's a lot more teamwork in that game. There is because you, would you can't say numbers, though yeah. it kind of defeat the purpose of the game. Yeah, but you can be like, hey guys, I have the best card for this stack. Don't touch the stack. You can touch any of the others, but not this one. And you can still do it if you want to be a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, sometimes you don't have a yeah, choice. Sometimes you're like, you don't. I'm sorry, guys. I have to play three cards. I only have one card left, and it will only go there. Because and the person next to you might have the card that will then reset it by yeah. ten. Yeah. You know? So that's and, yeah. yeah. That's one of the kind of only thing that allows you to actually make this game possible to win is, say, if you have someone lay down a fifty-four on the going down stack, and right before it was like a seventy. That's a huge jump. Yeah. So, but if you have someone play like a sixty-four. You can go back up. You can go back up. Yeah, and it's by tens. Yep. Yeah. By ten. Well, only by ten. Only by ten, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a great game. Tiny game. Oh, fantastic. Super easy to learn. We need to do a demo of that game. It's... Like a video walkthrough. It's good. I mean, my copy of it. Because, <laughs> yeah, we need to do that. Cause that. That really is. I, I played that with you guys. Yeah. You and Michael for the first time. And I really enjoyed that. And that would be another one mm -hmm. that I would... I could have taken that and taught everybody yeah and it would have been oh i like this like it, yeah because it's, it's easy. super simple like i've played it a lot of times and i've only ever won once does it have a single player you can do kind of a solitaire okay. mode yeah. yeah okay um it's interesting 
Uh, so one game that I didn't like have on my list, but I thought of it. I don't actually own it yet. Brian does, but it's a good like carry game. The One Night Ultimate games, like One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Oh yeah, I played Werewolf. Yeah, those are good games I think too because their boxes are fairly small and you can teach it fairly quickly and one round goes super duper quickly. I played the one at Expo last year. It was oh, not. Uh, I don't want, was I don't it want Vampire? To, I want to say it was Vampire. Yeah. Because they've done One Night Ultimate Werewolf, One Night Ultimate Werewolf, Daybreak, and then they did Vampire. It was Vampire. That's the one. I, and uh, it was fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's my. It's it's not my favorite go to, but it's good yeah. for a larger crowd. Yeah. Um, because we've played it at Brian's when he's ended up suddenly having like 10, 12 people there. Show up, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh gosh, what are we gonna play it's now? It's great for that. It honestly, the best comparison is like Mafia. Yeah, no, actually, it, yeah. it is. Uh, which I haven't played that, but I know okay. about it. Because it's that you know we've you, almost played it so many times. Yeah, it, it's that you know you're kind of uh, and and I was unfortunate because at the time when we had it demoed, uh, he was having a lot of uh, app issues mm-hmm. because the new one uses the app a lot. So with the original uh, Werewolf, it was just all... Well, you can use the... They have app compatibility for any of them. Okay, yeah. It's just, you can easily play Vampire without the app, Without too. it, yeah. It okay. just, you then have to have someone to be, you know, your voice. Exactly, yeah, because that's... Which, of course, it. Brian loves to oh, do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's his thing. Yeah. It's, he's a freaking actor. Yeah. So, so yeah. you have a few comics you wanted to talk about. Only bummer about this is. Okay, so first off, I love Wally West. I oh yeah, I know because you're a big Flash fan. Yeah, and yeah. I'm a really big Wally fan. So, um, well, one, I apologize because I spoiled that for you then, and I didn't. Even it's think okay. About that. It's okay. It was all over the internet. Now I didn't spoil what he does. I just yeah. spoiled that part, but it's literally in the first second page. It's like that's it's not a yeah. It's so not the cool. big reveal. Yeah. Um. But, I'm just excited that he's back. But they even, like, they actually released a press release today. Oh, cool. Saying, showing him. And uh, so it's it's actually, like, common knowledge now. So I don't feel so mm-hmm. bad now for spoiling that. Um, but what's cool is the book comes out tomorrow. Okay. I have been, I've had to write stories on it. So basically I had it spoiled for me because I had to go write about it. Um, but it's like, I mean, it's a big book, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... All the things we talked about, I know, like, the second or first show we did, I think we talked about it a lot. Yeah. Um, but Wally is the, is one of the big pieces of what Johns is trying to do and interject. So he's literally, it's Wally, and what's awesome is that Wally's in his Kid Flash uniform. So he's in the yellow and red mm-hmm. because Barry's still around in the yeah. classic red, right? Because he's the, the the flash of the regular universe now. Yeah. All the old stuff still happened. Hmm. So the way they're doing it is really cool. I, I really enjoy, and this is spoiler for spoiler warning for people who are listening. By the time you hear this, though, you will have probably already read the book, so it's fine. Um, and plus, or you, you know, don't care if enough, you're bleeding so cold, whatever. it's all out there, whatever. So, um, but he is, all the stuff happened before and he talks to somebody and they actually like reference, cause he's actually talking to Barry hmm. and he's, he's like, 
it's really cool the way they did it he's like people people forgot me like he comes in and says I didn't like forget you Barry. like it's like he's like people forgot like I don't know what happened I've been he tried he goes through the whole book and he's trying to find a tether mm-hmm. to this world cuz he's like there are things missing right and it's yeah. cool how they work back in like they really do some really like Johns is like at his best here mm-hmm. like this is like green lantern rebirth levels of fantastic right <laughs> suppose like from just all the stuff I've read, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't read the entire book, so there's things I want to see that are evidently in there, but I've read a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to write about it, kid. I have to write about it, so i got to yeah. read the stuff, right? So, um, but so far, it's really cool. They, like, they touch on all the things that in the New 52 people are like, what the hell? Uh, they bring back, like, legacy characters, like, they, they tease the JSA um, they uh, there's actually a, a big bombshell about Joker um, but they also like uh, Black Canary and Green Arrow they give these cool little cues as to that something has been bothering them every time they're in the same room they they establish it that there's always this little bit of spark between them <laughs> and they can't figure out why because mm. in the New 52 they never got together so that's why pe- fans have always been like, "What the hell? Like those are the two like yeah. they need to be whatever." And they didn't. And they there's this be. thing. And then in Titans, in the new one that's mm-hmm. coming, they're going to they're going to touch more on the Flash thing because Oops. the Titans stuff happened. And the way they do it is there's been a missing 10 years that they can't figure out why and it's revealed at the end of the book where that starts mm-hmm. and then going forward but there's like a missing 10 year gap or 10 years it's not even a gap it's 10 years since flashpoint mm-hmm. so since flashpoint something's happened there's 10 years of missing stuff and that's where wally's in that's where the adam uh where they actually reestablish the legacy for adam mm-hmm. ted cord blue beetle is alive um, they like touch on a bunch of stuff. It's awesome the way they do it. So, is fantastic. so it seems like okay. So like we talked about in the episode, yeah. whatever. The reason why I haven't really read anything was because the Fifty Two did away with a lot of stuff that yeah. I really liked. Not only did they do things that were just really bad, but they took away things that I loved about DC. So it looks like they're thankfully bringing some of that back. Bringing a lot of that back. So like a lot. Like, they reestablished. I, I have a feeling that, you know, in a couple of weeks we're going to have a very DC-heavy show. Yeah. yeah. When 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 all like, the issues come out, because, like, this one is the launch, but then over the next couple of weeks you're going to start getting the Superman Rebirth, Batman mm-hmm. Rebirth. You'll start getting all the the building blocks, you know. And But the what they do with the end, because I'm not going to say it, it's out there. Everyone sees it already. But so if whatever. you really want to be spoiled. Yeah, you're right. But... Well, I could spoil. Do you want me to spoil it for you? I'm asking for you, not for anybody, but for you. Do you want me to spoil? No. Okay. No. Good. I'll wait. It's worth it. It's, it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. Just because it was one of those moments where I read it and went, one, I can't believe they did that, and two, why didn't they do that sooner? Like to me, like that was like those two thoughts were the thoughts that came into my head afterwards, and mm-hmm. I was like, it's brilliant. It's <laughs> freaking brilliant. And it's so meta. It's it's amazingly meta what nice. Johns did is that 
the whole thing of like lightness in the DCU and, mm-hmm. and why books are so dark and gritty or whatever, they actually use DC's DC comics, like in real life, own history, and they use it That's as a cool. base to relaunch the oldies. It's great. Like, they nice. do this so well. Uh, so anyway, I'm a big fan. tiny side note. Are you caught up on the Flash, the TV series? I am caught up by... I haven't watched them all, but I know what's going on. Please Why please. doesn't Wally have speed powers yet? <laughs> Why is he not? Like, one with the speed force. Why? 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 I'm sorry. That was such a burst. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was Every like time. I'm watching, I was like... Are they going to develop, you know, Wally getting his speed powers? Wait, Wally just was hit by all the radiation. What? Barry just, like, passed through Wally while Barry was in the speed force. What? Wait, he still doesn't have speed powers? No, no, no. (laughs) But at least he's in there. He's in there, yes. I was very excited when he was in there, but I'm like, he needs his freaking powers. When does the finale hit? Is that, was that tonight? That's tomorrow. I'm blanking. I thought it was, was it tonight. I don't know. Since I always watch it on Hulu, oh, okay. I yeah, I don't know dates because I just want to know who's in the damn mask. That's what I want to know. I think it's like I could be completely wrong, but I think it's like an alternate version of you know Jay. I think it's Earth One, or sorry, Earth Two, Jay. So, um, I. But they have said repeatedly, the producer, mm-hmm. that like it will be worth the wait. So I mean, so I don't I'm, think it's the I don't I mean because that I don't know it's I try not to think about it too much. I'm too focused on Wally not having speed powers yet. He'll get him. Yeah. He'll get him. Because then him and Barry can be like cool duo buddies and friends. And also, I mean, now Wally knows that he used to Flash. Yeah. I mean, that was like. Happened in the last few seconds of the last episode. Um, they just happen soon. I need Wally and Barry both with speed powers. But I would say that the finale would be an awesome time to build on that. That's true. They do it right, and they'll do it right at the end. They do it right at the end of and the so finale. So that way, the next season. Right into the next season, you've got yeah. a great launching point of Wally has powers now, and he's got to deal with all this yeah. shit, right? So, you know, it's now everyone has heard me, like, complain about that about with Wally, them. yeah. So anyways. And okay, one other thing. Um, I'm happy that Supergirl is on the CW. Oh yeah. We haven't had a chance Crossover, to talk about that. More crossovers. I mean, they've already said that they want to do a crossover with like Flash, Arrow, yeah. Supergirl, and, and Legends. Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Ah. I was like, and now you've are you caught up on Legends? Yes. Okay. So our man. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. Like, that's yeah. that's crazy. Go back a few episodes. I'm still a little sad about Snart. Oh. Sorry. I mean, I understand. It's also... <laughs> what a rain on the parade. <laughs> Wentworth, Wentworth also has Prison Break coming on. Well, he's not gone from the from the Berlanti DC universe. I know. He's a, now He's actually considered now a regular on Flash. Yeah. And a regular on... Arrow, and he's just gone from Legends for the time being. Yeah. I mean, you have time shenanigans. Uh, yeah, but like, well, it was... I mean, they've already had him, you know, an old version yeah. of him. 
I mean, again, time shenanigans. I feel like Doctor Who wibbly wobbly. But they came. They did come on and say, stuff. like, I understand where they're coming from as far as like, because you know, Hawkman, Hawk Girl, gone. Yeah. They're they're done. Which I understand. I mean, their I, story's I, over. I like them, but yeah, their story's been told. Yeah. And it was told. I feel like it was told fairly well. Yeah, and Captain Cole to go. Yeah. And it would be cool, right, for him to go, and then like, the season finale of next year or whatever, he comes back and he's maybe back for season three yeah. because of again time whenever yeah. you're dealing with time it just throws everything yeah. anything's possible any, also any doctor who fan knows, yeah you know no one's really no dead I mean <laughs> I loved, uh, you know seeing Rory, Rory Pond as <laughs> <Wow>. repetitive <laughs> um, but it's like I'm cool with them switching up the group and now they have a new recruit so they got our man They've lost three members, mm -hmm. and they'll fill, and then now the big bad is not Savage anymore. Yeah, oh my they, gosh. They I mean, the, I story. think they felt, I think that they got, like, a great actor to play Savage. Oh, yeah, he's great. It was just, I'm, I'm glad it's over. Yeah, you're kind of done with that Because there was also so many close chances. Sometimes when you get so many close chances, you're just tired. But now it's the uh, Thanagarians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that should be great. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Which, I do laugh that it does make me kind of... Because it does seem weird that as Hawkman and Hawkgirl are leaving, they become the main villain. Yeah. So I'm going... They're going that, to come back. That's odd to me. I think they're going to come... You know, they're going to be in for a guest few appearances, episodes. Yeah. yeah. They won't be the main ones, but they'll show up. It just seems odd, right? I mean, it's like... Yeah. It would be like, oh, let's get like, Green Lantern leaves. And then let's yeah. bring in Sinestro. And you're like, really? Like, <laughs> why would you get rid of him? He's like the main thing, yeah. whatever. So, but yeah, fantastic. Overall, DC TV has been amazing. Yeah. I mean, it... You know, I'm still yeah. a fan of Arrow. Arrow's a little rough, but I'm still a fan of Arrow. Yeah. I feel like the movies... Did you ever see Batman vs. I have not seen it yet. Man. I'm behind on my movies... I mean, money, man. I'm going to con. Look, I, I get it. <laughs> uh, you're behind on movies like I'm behind on TV. Yeah. Because I still got... Ga like, here's the thing. I have to keep up with what's going on without seeing every single episode in between because mm -hmm. I have to write about it. But that doesn't mean, like, there are gaps of time <laughs> in Arrow and in Flash that I'm like, I should go back and fill those gaps in because mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I didn't watch those episodes. I just... Recapped and went ahead. Okay, I gotta get you know. Gotta get. But I'm happy. Supergirl's part of the CW family. That mm -hmm. makes me happy. I like Supergirl a lot. I feel like it probably should have been there. I mean, yeah. it's CBS has lost. Lost, you know. Yes. Yeah. And they were gonna do it anyway. But the, did you see the thing about you know their Nancy Drew thing being too female like orientated? Yeah. Like, see, CBS um has too strong of female viewership. We can't show this. Yeah, with all the... You. With all the... And the thing about Supergirl is, too, when they came out afterwards and were like, you know, we would have probably just renewed it if, if the CW hadn't... You know, they own... I mean, it's their network. They yeah. own CW. But, you know, it's just like, we would have just renewed it. Well, so why didn't you fucking do it at the beginning? Yeah. Like, then why go through all this rigmarole of just, like, it's you know... nonsense. It was a little weird. It's um, a little... I will say ABC's schedule looks actually pretty good. Yeah. With the, a lot of the shows they're bringing on. They canceled a lot, too. 
because Agent Carter bit the dust. <laughs> <laughs> Agent Carter bit Galavant. the dust. Yeah. Uh, Agent Carter and Galavan. I would almost. Most wanted. Yeah. Uh, Agent Shield. Most wanted. That pilot got canned. Yeah. Um, they canceled uh, Nashville. They can't. Like they went on a spree. Yeah, they canceled no. a bunch of stuff. Um, but why Galavant and Agents of you know Agent and Carter? Agent Carter? Why Galavant and Agent Carter? Why? Why? Like, I love how Agent. You know, I mean, well. One, because what's her name? Uh, Haley Atwell, Atwell. I love is her. on Conviction, which actually looks pretty I good. Know. I like that. But, I, um, love her. I mean, I am glad to see her just doing stuff. Doing other stuff. Haley Atwell is one of my yeah, she's great. crushes. I mean, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, but, but it sucks. I, I thought. And it really sucks. It was I a thought cliffhanger. Agent Carter. I thought <laughs> she was a character that we need right now. You know, a strong female character. Back when, you know, the world was rough. And sadly, it's not that much better. It's, um... You know... I was um, surprised that that one didn't get picked up by Netflix. I thought it would. You know, there's a petition going around for someone to pick it up. Some of these damn petitions. (laughs) I mean, it's one of those things that's like... Yeah, there's like something thousand signatures now. I feel like I write a story about a petition every week. Multiple times a week. It's just like, I mean, I would, I would love it if Netflix or someone else picked it up, but since it is part of the, you know, Marvel cinematic universe, that's what I thought. See, you know? But I think with her moving on, it was kind of they went, yeah, it's probably. But it just sucks that it was on a cliffhanger. No, it sucks that they ended on a cliffhanger. They didn't get to re- resolve anything. Also, I really want more Galavant. Yeah, <laughs> Have you seen Galavant? I've seen like one episode it's oh it's so good it's it's also very meta yeah and it's just but it got canceled has right? such great actors yeah it was canceled i mean at the beginning of season two they basically joke about the fact that they weren't canceled <laughs> and they yes. actually got a second That's season a and at the last you know they're like and maybe oh, just maybe so it was we're actually kind of running yeah, we're running a little over, over on time. Yeah. So I'm gonna save because I'm, by the time we we do the next show, yeah, I will have finished Uncharted because okay. I'm already almost done because it's amazing mm-hmm. and I have thoughts, but I I want to save. So and then I'll be able to um, if you're if you are so inclined and want to see what's in the uh, Civil War uh, Dice Master set, uh, the starter set, you can go mm-hmm. onto comicbook.com and check out the video of our unboxing, which is cool. And then as of tomorrow, uh, we will have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Dice Masters unboxing as well. Um, That's a decent-sized box. I was not expecting it to be that large, especially yeah. considering, like, War of Light is so tiny. Yeah, like, that's actually and, their collector set, and that uh, one's their starter. So, like, in that one, they actually have all the spots for, like, all the different dice that you can get in the foil that's packs. That's kind of cool. And it's, like, old-school turtles. Like, it's all Image Comics and the animated series. Nice. Like, it's Cowabunga stuff, which I, I dig. Um, but where can they find us in the meantime? So you can find us on Twitter and Tumblr, you know, with our Chasing Geek tags. It's uh, on Twitter, it's Chasing underscore Geek, and Tumblr, it's Chasing Geek with Night and Pint Size. That's right. Uh, we also have an email address that I don't remember off the top of my head because uh, it. Chasing Geek Feedback. Aha, uh-huh, at gmail.com. Yes. I know it's Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
like teamwork there. So yeah, send us suggestions, send us uh, the games you'd like us to talk about. You're okay to critique us too. We are Not both so in. <laughs> I am used to being critiqued. <laughs> I was critiqued so many times during college. It's totally okay. I'm good. You can say critiques. <laughs> Fine, you you can critique me. One a day. One a day tops. Uh, that's all day. I want to hear. One, one a, day a day per person. So that's like ten. No. No, not per person, one. Well, you need to clear with each know? other before you send me an email. So they need to, so that means <laughs> yes. our uh, followers, our, you know, geekers or whatever. I want know. some minority report stuff here. I want you guys to clear it with each other mentally, telepathically, <laughs> do what you got to do. And then you send me one email and have all that shit in one. I want to, I just, that's all I want to do. Okay. Read it and move. What is... <laughs> Don't listen to him. Send us all the mail you want. Ah, crap. I'll go through it. We're going to get a bunch of spam. (laughs) Eh. I'm going to get a bunch of credit card offers that will decline me after they approve me. (laughs) I I hate that crap. If you pre-approve me, I should be able to go and get the card. Because you said approve. You pre-approve me. That's the whole point. You didn't pre-deny me. That's How not the thing. How sidetracked Whatever. on our outro, dude? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, uh, you can find you on Twitter and Tumblr. And pretty much any social media site, you can find me at Pine Science Ginger. Um, and, and you can hit you. me up at Twitter and PSN. And uh, I think that's really all I interact with right now. It's kind of the main stuff. Yeah. Uh, you never did use your Tumblr. That's I, it's saying. there. It's there. He technically has a I technically have he one. He, though, never uses it. I follow, like, one person. He doesn't even follow me. I don't. I think it's the one thing that, like, when I first logged in, I like, it pops up that thing, and it's like, gives you, like, six suggestions. Yeah. I think I picked the first one and followed it. Tisk tisk. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, man. You know, I have to say our energy, I think, has held up fairly well with I think this so. episode. Um... But yeah, so next time we will be talking more about Fried Pie Con, though obviously post-con experience. Yep. Um, and lots of games and lots of comics. Yes. But mostly games, because I got a stockpile of games. Yeah, and I'm hoping I'll get to play some games, you know. Over the, the, over the yeah. week? Yeah, buddy. So woohoo, gaming, comics, turtles, fried pies? Fried pies and the real yeah. shit. Uh, so until next time. Catch you later. Catch you in two weeks. Bye. Deuces. I was serious about that mail. Don't send all that stuff. Do it. <laughs>